Welcome to Mental Wealth and Wellness, where we dive deep into the tips, tricks, and techniques of taking care of your mind so you can finally begin to live the abundant life you always knew was meant for you. What if you could view your mind as your greatest asset instead of a lifelong limitation? Who would you be and how would you leave your mark on the world if you could shift into a state of abundant mental wealth? I'm your host, Jenna Knapp, a certified NLP, EFT, and hypnosis practitioner, and I'm so excited to open the doors to my world and share everything I have learned through my personal journey from a mental health diagnosis to a mentally wealthy mindset. Thank you for tuning in, showing up, and being vulnerable enough to open your mind and heart to a whole new lens of looking at the world. This is Mental Wealth and Wellness. Now let's dig into the episode and get you one step closer to your abundant future. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Mental Wealth and Wellness. I'm so excited to dig in today and talk to you about collapsing time and stepping into confidence. Um, Before we do that, though, I just want to give you an update on how my current group coaching course is going. Excuse me. Um, It is Sunday morning right now. I'm recording this, and I just bought my first pumpkin spice candle, and the kitchen smells amazing. I'm drinking coffee, and I'm getting on with my last uh, group call in a little bit here. Um, and just had some extra time and wanted to catch up with you guys and share about how the group course has been going and also share some of the stuff I've been teaching in there and some stuff that has hit me on a really personal level this week um, when I'm like looking at accountability and commitment myself and some breakthroughs I had with the help of my wonderful coach, uh, Brooke Alexander. But yes, so before we get into my hacks for stepping into confidence, um, I'm sitting here with my pumpkin spice candle and drinking coffee and feeling really good. Um... The group coaching course is called Next Level Self-Care in 21 Days, and it is so incredible. It's been amazing. I have 10 people inside the group with me for this first cohort, and we've been going hard. It's weekly calls, uh, group calls, and then um, every single day they have a piece of um, like an, a 15-minute exercise that they can do with the option to always go deeper with it and make it longer. Um but reflecting on how much we've done uh, in such a short amount of time, as I'm thinking about the next cohort, I'm going to be extending it far longer than 21 days and actually turn it into a three to four month program. So if you really wish that you could have jumped in on the first round, um, stay tuned because there's going to be another version of it that's going to come your way with the support lasting longer than 21 days because everyone that's in there is having amazing breakthroughs and their uh, number one feedback is like, how long will we have access to this stuff? Like, how long can we keep this group up? Um, And just looking for that support. So 21 days really flies by, so I'm really excited to extend it out even more and just 
share all of this goodness over a longer period of time. And that longer period of time is going to be, um, I'm pretty sure, not positive yet, I'll be announcing things once I've fully decided, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be November to February. So I really want to help people uh, get through the holidays and um, have that support and then also get to the other side of the new year. So finish up 2019 strong and go into 2020 strong. Um, and that one will also be focused on, of course, self-care and also goal setting. We're going to achieve some goals. We're going to work on some timelines. We're going to get the stuff done that you want to get done this year. In our last two months together, we're going to support you through the holidays, um, work through, you know, any social anxieties that come up with the holidays or family gatherings or friend gatherings, and just really tackle that time of year and not fall into the mentality of like, okay, everything begins on January 1st. Nope, we're going to start the work before the new year even begins. So if that's something you're interested, stay tuned. I'm going to be posting a wait list pretty soon. Um, and for the people that put their name down on the wait list, they are the only ones that will have access to the early bird prices. And you're not going to want to miss this. Um... So yes, I am learning so much about self-care through other people's experience with self-care and understanding that this isn't just about us. This is about the foundation that we are building and how we interact with the world around us and it really radiates into every corner of our lives. So it's extremely important to give ourselves that time every single day um, no matter what that looks like, uh, and that's what I do inside the course. I give you so many different examples of how it can look, and we keep it fresh, we keep it moving, and really do the subconscious work on a deep level. Um, this isn't just the surface level of self-care, this goes deep. And the other thing that I'm going to add with the next course is instead of um, instead of it being just group calls, I'm going to do monthly one-on-one -on -one calls so that we can actually use some of the my favorite NLP and time techniques with people um, as they're going through things. So you'll get a one-on-one -on -one call with me, you'll have weekly group calls, uh, you'll have an accountability Facebook group. And all by then, by this time, all of the course material will be unteachable. And once you have it, you have lifetime access to it. And it's going to be phenomenal. So anyway, that is just a little preview on that. What I really want to talk about today is collapsing time. And I've talked about collapsing time on Instagram and some of my stories and with some of my techniques around future-paced writing. And I was kind of doing this before I even realized I was doing it. Um, uh, yeah, it was about a year ago now. I um, was hosting an art workshop. Sorry, I just had to move some papers around. I didn't want them to blow into the candle. Wind picking up. So about a year ago, I was hosting an art workshop through my project called The Self-Care Studio. And 
we were doing uh, letters to our future selves. So that is called Dear Self with Love. And it's a project I'm super fond of. So happy that it happened when I did it the first round. Like about 40 people participated in it. Had wonderful feedback of what it was like for people to open those letters. Um, they wrote them in November and they got sent back to them in January. So in the new year. And um, it was like writing to your future self. So this is one example of collapsing time. Um, when you're projecting outwards, when you're thinking about what you want to do next, because really, like, who in your life asks you, like, what's coming up next for you? What do you want to do next? What are your big dreams? What are your big goals? A lot of life revolves around us talking about what's already happened, talking about other people, which is truly a waste of time, and, you know, getting sucked into drama of family and friends and work and being so focused on things that have already happened that we don't really allow too much time for the things that we want to happen next. And this is where the magic happens, where you actually stop, pause, and look inward and find out what it is that you want. What it is that you see for yourself. What do you see when you close your eyes and you visualize your future? Can you see anything? Or is it kind of foggy? The great part about this is that you can design it based on the laws of attraction, based on the laws of how the universe works and how our subconscious mind works in pictures, we truly can create a reality and not just be the observer of it. Because we're never actually the observer of it. We're the creator of it even when we don't think we're creating it. We're the creator of it even when we're just kind of watching it go by. And when we're watching it go by, it's because we're doing all the things that we've been doing from a past based place. We're making decisions from a path-based place. So when you shift into a future-based place and you think about what kind of decision would I make if I was already where I wanted to be? Well, maybe where you want to be is at your dream job or maybe where you want to be is living comfortably with your partner. And maybe you don't even have that partner yet, but okay, let's just pretend for a moment. If you collapse time and that was happening now, what are the, all the things that you would be doing with your partner living there? Would you be sleeping in the middle of the bed or would you save a side of the bed for them? Would you empty out a drawer so that they would have clothes, <clears throat> excuse me, that they would have clothes to be able to um, sleep over or, you know, I think I said they're living there. This is more a scenario if they're like going to sleep over. But okay, if they're living there, would you empty out a few drawers and share your closet with them? Um... Yeah, I read that somewhere uh, a couple years ago, and I started sleeping on one side of the bed, and I emptied out a drawer, <laughs> and within, um, I want to say, there was a few times I accidentally, accidentally put a bunch of paper in those drawers, but I then really intentionally emptied it out and kept it empty, and once I kept it empty and was really specific laying on that side of the bed, I, I think, I think my, um, current partner, it'll be two years in November, uh, her and I met, what, or, like, really started to talk, like, less than three months after that, so I think that's why I always use that as my example, um, <clears throat> but that's one example, 
Um, but another example we can use, and hence the title of the episode, Confidence, is talking about what would you be doing if you were a more confident person. So just like you would be writing a letter to your future self, um, and you would, you know, maybe be telling that future self all the things that they're doing now that they're a confident person, literally, there's nothing that needs to happen between now and then to do those things. You can do those things now. Most of it is like about how you feel. Most of it's about your body language, how you present yourself to the world. Um, maybe some of it has to do like, well, I want to whiten my teeth or, oh, I need to get my hair dyed or like, I want clearer skin, like those things. Yes, but pick it apart. Okay, someone who has really good teeth, what would they be doing? Would they be brushing and flossing and using teeth whitening strips every day and maybe like cutting back on coffee? You can do those things now. You don't have to wait for that to happen. Someone who, um, dyes their hair or needs to get their hair dyed or their roots redone. Okay, what's holding you back from making that appointment? Can you make that appointment? Um, can you get it on the books? Can you just finally do it? Um, and clear skin. Okay, what is someone who has clear skin? What are their, um, what are their, uh, hacks or like, what do they do? And I had this breakthrough for myself about two years ago I was dealing with adult acne and also some acne based on some medications that I was taking um and when I, I started to eliminate certain things from my diet and all this stuff but I simultaneously to all those other tangible physical things I was thinking about okay what would someone who doesn't have acne feel like and what would they do and how would they be and one of the number one things I could think of is like okay well they wouldn't wear makeup um and I stopped wearing makeup when I absolutely didn't have to I still wear it to like go out into the world but like I used to be the type of person that I would wear makeup to bed like I would wear makeup to bed that's awful so bad and that's like because I didn't want my part my past partners to see me but now with my current partner like I just had already adopted this and it was like no like you're gonna see me for who I am and a person with clear skin wouldn't wear makeup to bed so I'm gonna like change that behavior and then other things like, okay, a person with clear skin wouldn't spend hours in front of the mirror picking and analyzing their skin. They would like basically just like look at themselves, be grateful, like, ooh, I have such clear skin. Or maybe they wouldn't even think about it. People that don't have to deal with acne literally probably don't even think about their skin. So that's even, that's a whole other layer. I've also met people that don't have acne that say that they only wash their face with water so I stopped using all the fancy stuff and I just like completely cut back to like the most basic soap and water ever and kind of doing all those things like that someone would do with the desired state and for me at that time having clear skin did equal confidence um so that's why that example is super important to me to share <clears throat> because um it, were, it was those shifts that really, like, helped me. Um, and then what really, really helped me was cutting dairy out of my diet. If anyone out there is still struggling, if you haven't cut dairy out of your diet, maybe that's a thing for you to try. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Just from personal experience, the hormones and cheese and ice cream 
make me break out. And knowing that information was wonderful, also really sad because I am the biggest ice cream fan in the world, but there are amazing ice cream substitutes out there now. I eat the So Delicious brand um, cashew ice cream. It's phenomenal. And now I'm getting off track, but I can bring it back. Um, so bringing it back to confidence, um, I want to talk about in a sense of, uh, we already talked about writing, so, and I talked about like letter to yourself, but I want to talk about future-based writing. So like future-based journaling. If you were to write down in your journal, like, and say it is now January 1st, 2020, Right, you can write about all the things that would be happening in your life, all the things that would be making you feel super confident if you're talking about confidence or any goal you have. Maybe it's a new income level that you want to make, or maybe it's a exercise goal, or maybe you really are trying to, like, you know, save up and buy your partner the most amazing um, gift for the holidays, or maybe you really, like, have a goal of having incredible recipes all through the winter, whatever it is. You write in the present tense as if it's happening now under that date. It is now January 1st, 2020, and I. You break it down into three categories. You break it down into what you see, what you hear, and what you feel. And you make it really, really real because the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. So when you're doing that, it really shifts you into a place of being able to recognize that time doesn't really exist and we can have all the things we want now in our mind's eye and this is how we collapse time and by collapsing time it allows us to manifest faster another great thing is that if you're if you write this out you can amplify this by reading it out loud when you're done and I love doing that um, it's really powerful and by the end of it you just feel so good like because it feels so good to say so many good things to yourself when we think about all the like negative internal chatter that we have in our mind like it's so powerful to be able to break that down set it aside and just give ourselves some like best case scenario love so the other thing about confidence and how to step into it is our body language and rapport. And when I talk about rapport, I mean how you show up in the world and how you match and mirror other people. So when you're matching and mirroring other people through conversation, you are, and you're doing this subtly, you don't want to do it like, you don't want to do it like so intensely that they're going to catch on. But let's say like if someone's kind of leaning to the right, you would mirror them by leaning to your left. Or if someone is really talking with their hands a lot, you could talk with their hands. If they're a loud talker, you could increase your voice a little bit. If they're soft, you can match them there. Those are all examples of rapport. And there's rapport with other people that creates a feeling of knowing, liking, and trusting. But there's also rapport with ourselves. So when you feel good and you know and like and trust yourself, how do you show up in the world? Are you showing up with your shoulders slouched and kind of like this, like you know, head hanging low posture, or are you shoulders back and chin up and suddenly three inches taller? You literally can make yourself taller by adjusting your body language and committing to this. And a great example of this is there's a TED Talk on um, line called Your Body Language May Shape Who You Are by Amy Cuddy. 
and I highly recommend watching that because she suggests that by just standing in the power pose, if you're feeling like self-conscious about something, feeling a lack of confidence, if you stand in the power pose for just two minutes, you'll start to feel those feelings of feeling powerful. It's the same thing with our subconscious mind. If you're If you're feeling weird and you just smile for two minutes, those muscles around your mouth that are smiling will send a message to your mind and your subconscious mind that doesn't know the difference between real and imagined and will trick you into thinking that you are happy. And that is a phenomenal tool to literally just step into these desired states. We can also step into desired states with tools like anchoring, um, which is one of my favorite neuro-linguistic programming techniques, um, and that allows us to access any desired state at any time with a variety of um, either internal or external triggers. A lot of people use them on their knuckles. I have one for confidence on my knuckle that I really love, but I've also translated that same mentality to shoes because my, um, roommate and best friend of like seven years, eight years now. I don't know. We've known each other almost a decade, but, um, Amanda, she is incredible and really always has the most amazing shoes. And that's her hack. She's like, well, when I'm wearing shoes, I feel really good about with like normally a thick platform or a thick heel. And she like knows how to walk in them, has trained herself how to walk in them, can kind of like really enter any room feeling super confident. Um, That's her hack. Like it starts with the shoes. And a year ago, I borrowed that and tried it out for myself. And I ordered my first pair of Doc Martens and they were gold. And I felt like I stepped into a new identity whenever I wore those shoes. I also got so many compliments on them out in the world and I just felt like I was finally taking up the space I knew I deserved and I love that. Um, And there's so many different ways that we can reset and like just choose to step into that. Um, and work through like little mini games we can play with ourselves or little hacks we can do and we can embed these things into our life that let us just step into that confidence. Um, I also remember my Auntie Anne when she was alive. She always used to tell me about how uh, spaces can create different feelings and if you're feeling bad in one room you can literally just walk into the other and create that doorway as a portal and just choose to leave whatever doesn't feel good behind in the other room and step into the next room and just literally go there and leave it in the other room and imagine in the next room it is a much better vibration it is a much better frequency and everything that you want to feel is there I'm giving a lot away uh, all my little secrets, but I'll finish with this last one. Um, one of my Auntie Anne's friends, uh, when she died in 2015, uh, actually at her memorial service, one of her best friends, Tiana, taught me her trick of how she took a break from the world and gave herself a reset. And she taught me that whenever she felt that, and she learned it from someone else, I don't know who it was, But whenever she felt that, she would go into the bathroom and put her hands up 
and spin around three times and like that was enough to reset her so I started doing that I don't think I do it that often but sometimes I do and it feels really good and important to just like have all of these tools to just be able to step into confidence so whether it is writing controlling your body language having a piece of uh, having a piece of shoe <laughs> I was going to try to say having a pair of shoes that really empower you walking into a different room going into a bathroom stall and spinning around um, holding the power pose, smiling when you actually feel like crap, um, and sending that message to your subconscious mind, installing an anchor with a NLP practitioner, um, or, you know, maybe you have a song that really boosts you up. I know that whenever I listen to Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, I'm through the roof, like, that is my jam. So whatever it is, you can truly step into confidence at any time. And collapse time and you can also like change up your whole routine and change up your whole day like if you've been in a rut of doing things a really similar way as soon as you start to change up your energy and you just like introduce something new into your schedule or into your week that can create a huge energy shift and it's when we start to do new things or when we start to change our schedule like routine is really really good i'm not talking about throwing your routine out the window i'm talking about introducing new things and committing to new big things because when we commit to other stuff that's bigger than us and what we think that we're, we're capable of uh that also empowers us and gives us confidence and i want to give a final example of how i'm doing that right now um, on my coaching call this week with Brooke, uh, she, you know, asked me how I've been doing with visualizing my future through meditation. And I was really honest instead of lying and was like, you know, honestly, I've fallen off. I haven't been meditating. I've been visualizing in other ways, but not just like with pure meditation. And she asked me, okay, how many minutes a day and for how long? of a time span would you need to do it to just feel like holy shit I can't believe I did that and I said 20 minutes a day for a week would be incredible I'd be really proud of myself and she's like okay make that an hour <laughs> so I have now been meditating I just this morning completed my third day in a row of an hour-long meditation and she's right like it's changing things up it's shaking me out of what I was getting used to, what I was really doing before. I was um, hypnosis every morning, and that's super powerful, but, like, I think I had fallen into, like, my... It was almost like muscle memory. I was doing it, so I wasn't getting the same kind of impact. So now I'm shifting into meditation in the morning instead, and hypnosis at night. And doing that is allowing me to, like, really, really check in with a different part of myself um, watching all my thoughts, seeing everything, but then simultaneously every day that I get through that, I'm like, oh my god, I actually set a whole hour aside of my, for myself and did nothing. It's the most empowering feeling. And maybe for you, this might be committing to running or committing to going for a walk, or maybe it's even like, you know, starting a new hobby. Like, what are you, what do you need to do that's going to make you feel like so proud of yourself? Oh, my cat is starting to play with her toy in the background. Um, and that's where you can also collapse time. And do those things now. Start those things now. Um, so I hope that you can take some 
thing away from this episode that really helps you, that helps you kickstart your confidence and step into your next level self because you can have that immediately. There's no reason to wait. There's no reason to use the language of like someday I'll have this when I'll do this now or later. Like I'll do this when I get to the you know, next place that I'm living, why stall it? Why put it off? You deserve all these things now. So pick it apart, find out what you can do now. And then if you can't do it now, find out what steps you can do now that will lead you to the bigger thing. So have a beautiful day. Uh, Let me know what you thought of this episode. Feel free to leave a review. Um, Reach out on Instagram. You can always send me a message. I love you. You're confident, you're beautiful, you're radiant. And my cat, Naki, is playing in the background because she is feeling this episode too. And she says that she loves you as well.